Why don't you give us a retrospective? And during the nineties, everyone was trying to cash in the success of Tim Burton. Where everyone was, because after the lukewarm reception of Christopher Reeve's Superman and his final movie, and the booming success in commercials both on Batman and Batman Returns, and many people thought, "Are we going to see another movie from Tim Burton?" Creative difference. The Tim Burton uh, third Batman movie, Batman uh, Triumphs, never happened. You could party. Did your own research of what happened. So the nineties came in, and everyone was trying to cash in on the super superhero craze. You could probably go in your local VHS or JFC, all the different fails, and one of them inspired a certain director, a famous director, Sam Raimi. Actually, wanted to do that Batman movie. Ah, not just a Batman movie, but a Batman same, not Tim Burton. Have the same style as the Tim Burton film, but make it more mature. Pretty much trying to do a year one storyline with Batman. He couldn't get the rights to use Batman. So he decided to do the next best thing. Take the man that, that Batman stole the entire gimmick from. And people ask him, who was that man? That man is the Shadow. Probably the most famous pulp hero of, at the time. The man that inspired a lot of the costume vigilante characters. From every, from the gimmick all the way throughout. But somehow, Ring was unable to get the gimmick, the, the rights to make the movie. So, Sammy was undeterred. And guess what Sammy did? He decided to make his own superhero, inspired by the character of the Shadow. Probably, um, well, Rami himself said it's probably one of his favorite superhero characters in history. So, mixing both the story of the Shadow and classic 1930s Universal horror monsters gave us Dark Man. After he created the script and the original concept of the character, he pitched it to Universal Studios Hollywood, making his first Hollywood movie. It was produced by Robert Taper and also written by his brother. And also the makeup effects was from, from Tony Gandler, who also appeared as, you know, the, the little man in the, the film, um, Carmel Freak Show. And also this was, um, the actor Liam Neeson's first action role. And the movie that you received, uh, positive reviews. From critics at the time, its success was grossing over forty-eight million dollars, above its fourteen million. It wasn't considered a massive success. So, Andy, you may ask, why didn't they, why didn't Sam Raimi make more movies? Why didn't Sam Raimi make more the- theatric releases of Darkman? You know, Darkman two and three, right? Because that's his own, that's his original I- IP. Andrew. people ask why. The year was nineteen ninety-five. And guess what was popular at the time out here? Direct to VHS movies. So, one and two were direct to VHS because, you what know, you mean one and two? Don't, you mean, don't you mean two and three? Yeah, two and three. So, because, you know, if studios want to cash on the craze of direct to VHS films, they decided to do one and two direct to VHS. Where also, uh, Darkman also had comic books, video games, action figures, and guess what? Because, like you said, Neeson. Denali replies his role to the direct, direct video, video um, sequels. And long before Andrew, apparently Sam, Sam Raimi always had a massive interest to make comic book movies. And he had two um, um, scripts written for making the movies for The Shadow and Batman. But both got fucking sad. And nobody knows why. I think that's, a, uh, that's a, probably a question you probably could ask Sam Raimi why they didn't pick his script for his version of The Batman and the version of The Shadow. But surprise, surprise, the movie The Shadow did happen, and it wasn't the same movie. This is with, um... Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin. So you can imagine Sam Raimi was red. So he decided to, uh, to create his own character, Dark Man. 
Jim Rushi took um, uh, uh, influences from both from his favorite character, The Shadow, Phantom of the Opera, and also The Elephant Man. And also uh, other universal horror monsters from the 30s and 40s. Because, and I quote, they made me fear the horrendous nature of the hero and at the same time draws me I want to go back to the idea that a man who was noble turned to a monster. Pretty much the script was a 30-page script. It was literally a short story with 30 pages, and it was developed with an additional 10 pages, making 40. And he pitches to Universal, and guess what Universal said? They, because they see the, the, the potential of making a superhero film, so they, they greenlight the film. And, and the more that Sam Raimi wrote the story, he made Darkman more of a client-fighting figure. A vigilante with no superpowers at all. That's why you see him, as we're going to see in the movie, he fights more violently as he becomes a horrendous thing, you know, taking inspiration from Facts of the Opera. A creature who wants the girl, but he's too much of a beast to have her. And also, he actually got a former Navy SEAL to teach the actor the limits and how to fight. And also, pretty much create a, a unique fighting style that the Dark Knight will use to fight the bad guys. Pretty much they spent a lot of days, you know, trying to make the film right and create the universe of Dark Man to feel more organic. And pretty much our uh, universe scene allows Sam Raimi a lot of uh, uh, leeway in creating the sets. And probably one of the big uh, achievements that uh, Raimi can carry around his, his, his belt loop was creating the laboratory scene in the movie. And also, and also creating the sets for the, the famous helicopter scene from the film. And pretty much throughout the film, we're going to see multiple homage of classic 30s and 40s horror films throughout the film. And pretty much, uh, Dan Leeson liked the idea of the script, and both him and another actor, McDonald, uh, worked closely on rehearsals, pretty much packing each scene to, to mastery level. So all the stunts, all the, the acting bits were perfect. Because both actors were um, Shakespearean actors, so the level of, of professionalism carry with them in making this original superhero film. And the film was done both in Los Angeles and in Toronto. And also, seeing the film, Liam Neeson was wearing a prosthetic mask that took him over 18, hour, 18 hours to put on and remove. So, Liam Neeson arrived early in the morning, put on prosthetic, do this scene, after the scenes are done, remove them in a long process to redo everything back and forth. And they tried multiple uh, ways to make um, Darkman's injuries look realistic and gross. Emphasis on gross. Because he wanted to make a hero that was noble but also looked horrendously due to his injuries. And also the music was done by, guess who did the music, Andrew? Danny Elfman. Danny Elfman. Because he couldn't get Batman, but he got the guy who did the music. So are you trying to tell me there might be some bops? <laughs> I'm ready, let's go. It's on Shutter, remember? And that's why right now we're see, we're seeing an homage of classic Universal um, intros. Oh, okay. Hold on. Let me click it. Hey. And also, uh, oh, I, miss, I miss that intro. And also, Samuel actually took part in the of the of the marketing of who is Darkman, trying to hype up who is this Darkman, because nobody knows who is Darkman. And this movie is right after Army of Darkness, right? Holy shit. Because he always wanted to do an action hero film. Well, now, well, now he has another opportunity. He has another opportunity. Yeah, he, he always wanted to do a superhero film. Because, you know, Samurai is a fucking massive nerd. 
Almost, is this you? <laughs> Dude, almost would totally fit this part. <laughs> He's a goon. Hired goon. Ooh. Yeah, there's more goons. Ooh, I'm already liking the vibes. Hey, I used to have that car in Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> I am Hala? Yes. Uh, Nunchucks, gun. Oh, before. I'm assuming this is our main dude. Our main villain. A bunch of gangsters. And during the, you know, <sighs> when the movie came out on theaters, a lot of critics actually praised Sam Raimi's um, um, take on the superhero stuff. Because a lot of them were, you know, tied up the whole, you know, you know, we get it, you guys are trying to copy the success of Batman and Batman Returns. But Sam Raimi decided to do an entire original concept. You know, you know, create an original superhero and also within, with that clamps of an original superhero, made it more organic. That his whole gimmick's not just, a, oh, I'm a superhero. So he makes, you know, action, horror. He made it his own thing. A lot of people praise Sam Raimi's uh, vision and also the acting. Motherfucking footleg. Are you seeing the footleg, Andrew? Motherfucking footlegs, Andrew. What the fuck? He had a footleg. Holy shit. Fucking game war. And the guy in the street using his revolver, he just, bam, bam. Oh, no. Liam Neeson. Oh, fuck. Bastard McDonald. Is he breaking his fingers with a cigar cutter? He's chopping him off. That's why you don't see the blue. Liam Neeson. Francis McDormand. Dormand. Ooh. That's Danny Elfman right there. Hey, dude. Yes. Eric. Yes. His opening theme fucking slaps. Oh, yeah. Hey. People listen to this episode, I'm like, Andrew, you're a fucking mark for music. Yes, I am, actually. <laughs> fucking love music. Pretty much, he, t- he told um, Daddy Alfred to listen to how, um, uh, because, t- um, did the music for, uh, the classic, um, Universal Horror Films to, to, to take inspiration. Really? Yeah. Because Darkman's not like your Batman. He's not the, you know, you know, attractive, you know, billionaire. Darkman's a horrendous monster. But does good. Robert Tapper produced it? Holy crap. Trade with Sam Raimi. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the Raimi brothers actually uh, did the whole writing for the film. And also the Golden brothers, too. So you can t- you can tell the Goldens and the Raimis were on the same page for everything. Oh, this is definitely a superhero movie. Fucking opening shot of some science shit. And uh, the whole last thing was actually uh, uh, co-designed by Mr. Really? This is how he, he viewed the laboratory scene to look like. Copy the nose. No, he 3D is he, is he developing the a 3D printer? Yes. Bro. Uh, technology passed you guys a long time ago. Nope. Broke apart. I love how young Liam Neeson is. What was it the last name Liam uh, Neeson movie we saw of him? Yeah, he does lot. He, he does like one-offs like for, for some direct to DVD or direct, direct to service film. Oh, now I remember what was the last time we seen him on this podcast. Dirty Harry. Blood, uh, the Deadpool. With long hair. Yep, and Guns and, yeah, and Guns N' Roses fucking shot bazookas and shit. And also, Darkman has, has two Marvel comics. One, one, one comic book is a, a one-on-one um, adaptation of the movie, and the other one's an original sequel. With numerous um, novels and a video game done by Ocean Software, called Darkman, that came out in 1991. Yeah, a three-issue limited series, Darkman. They also created two Halloween masks when, after the movie was released. And also, um, toys! 
And merchandising for the character all disappeared for a close of for a decade until Soda Toys obtained the rights of making Darkman figurines. SOTA, SOTA, uh, President Jerry uh, Masoda was interviewed by uh, Greg Central, and I quote, This leads us to an interesting story on the Darkman. Universal didn't know they owned the merchandise right. It didn't show up in any of their merchandise sheets. I had to convince them to spend a little time and have their lawyers look into it. I knew at the time when the film was made, Sam didn't have the power to retain those rights. So it had to be universal, even if they said they don't have them. Turn out I was right. Afterwards, documents started to show up in their catalogs, film, and available licenses. So Sam did not own the rights of Darkman. So who did? Universal Studios, and they forgot to even own the rights of Darkman. So... So Darkman so Dark was almost lost media. Oh, shit. But it was literally some toy company that, hey, check, check your books. Probably do have Darkman. So, so after a little convincing and a little checking, they discovered that they do own the rights. So in 2005, SOTA produced two versions of the Darkman action figures. Yes, including interchangeable hands, hands and hands allow the figure to either have bandage or review his card vision, and as well as statue. So they made an action figure with interchangeable hands and face, and, a, and also a figure statue. Also, Dynamite Entertainment announced in twenty six, back in two thousand six, that it will reach an agreement with Universal Studios to produce an original comic book based on Darkman. And also a limited series entitled Darkman vs. Army of Darkness that was published in August of 2006 to March 2007. In November 2007, Sideshow Collectibles put up the pre-order of 1.4 scale foam figure version of Darkman that were released in the quarter of 2008. And also, Andrew, do you know that Darkman almost had a TV show? Really? Yeah. Universal uh, financed a 30-minute TV uh, plot based on Darkman, which was made in 1992, and it was shown on Fox. Uh, the, the plot was directed by um, Brian Grant, and it retold, a, an original, it retold the origin of the character and add additional um, new characters for the, sh- for the series. But guess what happened to the series? What happened to the series? But since it was a, like a pilot, Pretty much pitch it to studios to see if they want to make a TV show about it. Guess what happened? They said no. No one picked it up. And also, guess what? The pilot was never aired. So, so that pilot is considered lost media. Oof. What the fuck? Yeah, it was out of nowhere. They decided to jump Jesus' character. For what reason? What was the reason? Documents. They're looking for the man random. Does he even have it? As long as, also with the with the release of the of the movie, there was also a book, a book, an novelization of the of the story. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah, they're just uh, unnecessarily uh, uh, doing unnecessary torture for no particular reason. In 1984, uh, they decided to continue the adventures of Darkman with four novels, with four uh, mini novels. Pretty much there were pocket books, like, you know, a throwback to the classic pulp books 
at the time. Are you, are you ready for the names of the books? Sure. Uh, it was um, The Hangman, The Price of Fear, The Gods of Hell, and The Face of Death. And, and, and the writer of those uh, miniseries, uh, uh, Boyle, uh, further dubs Darkman's characters and how he deals with his, his new existence as an outcast, an outcast individual with abilities to help people. Pretty much he furthers um, Darkman's story arc. And you see him develop his powers and skills. And this one went flying. <laughs> oh, this came up with... And now she oh. thinks he's dead. Wow, that was a weird cutaway. Yeah. And you know, she's uh, straight referencing a, a classic cinema. That's why that's we saw the cutaway. Well, this was in recovery. Yes. Because he has no idea. Yeah, no what? No idea or no form of identification. So they thought he was a homeless person. So she pretty much gave this with superpowers. No, there's some scientific bubble jumble keeping him alive. But um, due to um, due to him losing all his pain uh, receptors, he, apparently he has super superhuman abilities. But thinking that he'll be a, a, a comatose, he decides to wake up from his surgery. Yes, stop it. What the fuck is going on? Spooky images. Is it supposed to be? I'm too high for the spooky. <laughs> Him doing that juggling scene, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Originally, the whole, the, the whole film was supposed to be based in the 30s or 40s. But since uh, the budget didn't allow him to do that, so that's why he did it in modern Los Angeles. They can't tell there's a little uh, rain machine, like ee ee ee, due to the almost perfect um, rain pattern. Because mm. rain is not um, organic, not uh, perfect. You know what the rain machine? It's like it's like um, they it's look like, like, a, they look like lights, of, but they spin around. They use it for for that, but because in the olden days they would have to get buckets, like the giant buckets, or get little buckets and put little holes in them. That's why you see the rain it looks too uh, too even. Perfect. Yeah. Actual rain doesn't look like that. But you do remember it is a superhero movie, so... You know, superheroes have the perfect rain. Now he's back to his laboratory. Completely blown the fuck out. <laughs> All his life work. Gone fingers completely busted. Hey, Shane, show your face. They're doing the classic of... Uh, uh, you know, it's a hard, a hard trick of not showing the face. Not giving us the m- 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 money shot. Because don't you... Don't, uh, come on. This is a classic universal horror trope. You don't show the monster's face. It's always obscured from the shadow. Now the sh- uh, not the shadow. Uh, Darkman has found a new lair. Many people say his inner sanctum. A shadow reference. Kitty! Fucking bitch-ass kitty. Being bitch-asses. Bird. Well, since Darkman doesn't have any pain receptors, meaning that he, he, he has no feelings in his nerves, so he cannot technically feel pain at all. So he's trying to use his science, trying to use his science to make him a, a, a 3D printed face. But due to half, half the photo burn, the 3D printer cannot read. So it will probably give up half his face. So he decided to copy and paste. So how did this fool rebuild everything? Because he's smart. Okay. And it will take him several months to do a perfect uh, 3D rendering. 571 hours. So he has to constantly be thinking in order to control his emotions. 
No, he's trying to figure out oh, uh, why the, the formula's not working. To create a face mask. So he's spending uh, the waking hours trying to make the mask. And now you see uh, one of his abilities. He cannot feel pain at all. So no matter how many times you shoot him, not shoot him, but stab him or burn him, he can't feel uh, the, 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 sense, the, the feeling of burnt flesh. Well, I'm barely seeing that scene right now. He's on fire. He's like, what the fuck? Okay, I gotta his put brain, that out. His brain doesn't read it. Now this is crying again. Starks in the street. It's the vision of the future. Yeah, but think about it. Now this fool has to create new hands too, right? Yes. No, mostly skin. Because his hands will not function ever. He's like, my ass, fool. My man just died. Well, here's some, uh, um, just any action going on. Well, Dark Man is following his girlfriend, wife thing. Hey, there's the nephew of the, of the, uh, of the, of the mobster. Oh, the rage. Holy shit, what the fuck? Hey, you see the puppet? Puppet? Yeah, him going up, bubbling left and right. That's the puppet. Oh. A handheld puppet. Now you see a, a dark man doing detective work. So he's trying to find the guys that, you know, bumped him off. Sponsor, Nikia. Well, at least dark man has a, a cat sidekick. At least he has hands now. So he, so he decides to waste the story the, the organization is by disguising himself as different members of the mob. Well, you need another pair of hands, though. <laughs> no, he's taking clothes from him. Annie's Best Deli. Ooh, hot dog. <laughs> some cheap. Andrew, rate the, rate the hot dog. Five out of five, or, or, or the gutter, gutter, gutter. Ooh, what the fuck does this fool put on there? Sauerkraut. Ugh. Or sweet onion. And some, uh, looks like, uh, french fries. It looks like, uh, uh, fr um, homemade french fries. Not french fries, but... Where's the money, boy? How did this wind up in the suit? Our boy. Oh, fuck. No blood, though. Uh oh. What? One on the bus. She's looking at him like, hey yo, there's two of you. Skin cells imploded. Yeah. What? This fool has lost his. He has gone bonkers. Yes. Are you seeing some of his um, um, facial face? A little bit. So just having a he's just fucking going insane. <laughs> Alright, Andrew. Are you ready to know what happened with the last 48 hours? Of what? International news. Okay. America publicly demands Venezuela to give part of its oil production to the United States as part of, of any easing of sanctions. So yeah, uh, Grandpa Joe's demanding oil from Venezuela. Hmm? We're not asking. Gas has hit, hit all-time highs, likely to go, go up even higher since uh, Grandpa Joe decides to um, uh, decide to ban Russian oil and decides to not to get oil from his own from the states. So we're not gonna we're not gonna dig baby dig in in Texas, Alaska, or even the Gulf of Mexico because my environment. National gas uh, 
for heating in Europe is now eight times higher than the last three last three weeks. Nickel has gone up from uh, twenty thousand to hundred thousand a ton. Nickel is the most important resource in electric cars, batteries, and other network needs. Yeah, you remember that Joe's banking on people buying electric cars? Yeah, you can't do it with nickel because it's expensive. So, so those uh, um, uh, electric cars and batteries, it needs nickel. We is keep going up and up. America cannot afford to cover the rest of the Western world supply. Brazil's heavily neutral. The whole thing just wants to make money. Uh, more and more, uh, India's being more and more pro uh, Russia since maximum, so minimum of Indians are being um, are stuck in well Ukraine. Uh, Venezuela might fleece the United States by selling dirty oil oil at a huge markup. Wait, what? So uh, they're implying that Venezuela might give um, the United States oil, but it's gonna be expired oil. Uh. That's like selling sour milk. Yeah, but a higher price. Yeah, that's stupid. We no want meat treats, we am I right? We want it fresh out of the box. Well, no meat treats, am I right, gamers? No what? No meat treats, am I right? Iran's probably going to have the United States begging for oil the next, for the next, next. So pretty much Iran might force the United States to more money that we don't even have. Exactly. OPEC already openly stated that non-involvement uh, non leading to Russia's sympathy because of most holdout. Um, Poland is trying to uh, is trying to uh, uh, cipher of uh, the United States sending old uh, mix to, um, to America and Ukraine to want to find uh, arms transport through Poland. And also China is demanding to know the United States bioweapon labs. Yeah. And people are saying, with bio labs, yeah, because apparently you know, there's some uh, laboratories in Ukraine, but it doesn't justify um, Russia invading of Ukraine at all. <laughs> so stupid. Yes, I'm robbing this bank, so the mask cannot last for a couple hours. So it has to do all its stuff within boom, 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 boom. And now he's discovering he's able to mimic voices, so he has a power. Isn't it him being in the sun? Doesn't it shorten it? He lowered himself by nine minutes. The money. Meanwhile, as our friend, he stole a frozen pizza. He has no money. Because apparently, uh, uh, no one's buying cheap um, Chinese drugs. Well, he already wasted three minutes. <laughs> so pretty much our China man just uh, uh, cheap up a deal. He chopped the cigar way too, too low. You notice that? Yeah. He almost gave a circumcision. Holy shit. No, oh, he's sending a message. He hardballed uh, uh, the Chinaman. Uh-oh. Who's the real one? Who's the real manager? No, you can tell which one's him. Darkman? I know why. Because in the sun, his face looked a lot more paler than the actual Durant. There you go. One's paler than the other one. And also, the skin's already melting off. Yes. Shoot out of Chinatown. Outrageous. Yes, yeah, skin's already boiling. I don't know where he's at. Because the, the skin is missing. Fucking carnies, Andrew. Andrew, what's the last time you went to a carny carny? Shit, it's been a, been a while. How long? Maybe I was like 14. 
Uh-oh. Shaking the dark man. You don't have to be called a freak. Oh, here's the word freak. Oh, my God. Oh, he's getting mad. And also, the, the, the lizard man is actually the, the makeup artist. His skin's already boiling. Oh, fucking carnies. There's so many carnies. Yeah, because he Oof. might be able to fix them. Damn, fool, you suck at this game. Uh-oh. Oh, the carnies doing carny tricks. Now that talent, you're not on the line. See? The peak carny. Oh, I think this was the GIF I sent you. What the fuck? The scary images again. What the fuck? He brought the carny speakers. Yeah, it's still cerebrals. balls. Jesus. Yeah, we need to fucking pulverize the, the fingers from the from it's like a elephant. Uh oh. Why am I a man with the pink elephant? Nah. Now you see the face reveal. So what do you thought about it, Andrew? Ooh, he's melted. Yeah? That's a pretty Kruger. <laughs> Apparently we discovered who's the famous uh uh Ukrainian uh, sniper. Apparently Ukraine's getting a new sniper, Andrew. Cool. You know what's his name? He's what? a French Canadian nicknamed uh, Wall. He's from the Royal Canadian 20th Regiment. Made his, uh, his, uh, his name during his tour in Afghanistan, Syria, and Iraq. He fought in the same Canadian unit as a sniper with the world's largest kill count. So, so we got a single French Canadian sniper. What? You know in the United States we have our famous American sniper? No, she, she just broke up with this fool. Who was the bad guy, mysteriously? She was all pissed off. He left his suitcase open. Alright, and here's some um, um, words from some of the foreign legionnaires. You ready? Okay. I have the fitness, the use, and the training. It will be selfish of me to not use it, he says. If rockets are wasted on me instead of some children, I'll take them meantime. This is from a Lithuanian volunteer. I'm going there to defend human beings, and because I have an eight-year-old child, a Spanish volunteer from Spain. I just want to kill fucking Russians. From a Finnish volunteer, out of the street, which was more base. Oh, the guy, oh, the guys didn't want to kill the Russians. The Finnish volunteer? Yeah. Vengeance for the Winter War has begun. The Eternal War has begun. Ugh, terrible CG. We're gonna find the, the laboratory of the dark man. Julie! Just random shooting um, guns. <laughs> Not only is actually shooting the man. Our dark man. <laughs> na 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 dark man. Yeah. <sighs> I'm assuming this might be, it has to be the climate. What the fuck? Yeah. Look at all those masks. And also, the movie's only like dang six minutes. Yeah. You got in the helicopter. They just spent a good amount of money making this acting sequence. Cool. Gotta love technical explosions. Far better than all this CD bullshit, right? Right. Oh, look at that blue screen. Yeah, all the money from this acting sequence. Boy, that took them forever to pull you. There goes that police helicopter. Woof. Meanwhile, at the high rise, now we're near the climax again. Mm-hmm. 
Splatter juice. and answers. Play. Like, what happened to the mob guys? All dead. Oh, shit. I guess I fell asleep during that part. Yeah, but, uh, how about the chase scene? Uh, that's how they killed off. Huh. Oh, Leading wow. to the main guy, the, the sleazy businessman. That's the final boss guy. Okay, that was pretty good. Yeah, it was pretty good. And our dark man left his um, lady because, well... He, he didn't want to risk ow. her safety. No, because he looks like a freak. So... And also, you miss um, uh, Bruce Campbell's cameo of the movie. Yes, he's actually is credited to be a face of that man, and he disappeared. Besides that, uh, any other uh, critiques, remarks, criticism about Duckman? Yet you had notes, or, or is it like, oh, trying to come up with something? Or for me, uh, the movie is actually pretty good. I, I kind of see uh, where uh, Mr. Raimi was coming from, mixing up. Uh, Multiple genres to make it his own thing. And it's not a, a conventional superhero flick, per se. You see um, some inspiration from The Shadow and some early versions of the Batman. See. Yeah, it, it, it is cool that, you know, he does fight, but it seems like, you know, it's your, I, I wish he, they wrote more how he fights. Technically, he's not a fighter. They have made him more like a berserker fighter. Like someone that fights using pure anger and rage. There's no uh, style per se. And you do see some homages of classic you know, hard tropes of, of you know, the, 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 the killer, not the killer, but the mob, the creature that's misunderstood. And I wish we saw an early reveal between, you know, the leading lady and, and our leading man of, of his scene's real face. Not, you know, prolonging the, the whole thing of, of the, the, the fake mask will help the problem, but that's why I was kind of shocked that we haven't seen a police, you know, reacting. Oh, a police chopper was shot down, and a rich billionaire just fell off from, from, from his death from a high rise. So what the hell happened? And I get his budget is strange, but, but, you know, if Sam Raimi did have, you know, control of the Dark Man and he was willing to do a, another movie, you know, probably learn from his early mistakes and improve the, the concept. And hey, 
And during the sad, he actually came up with an original hero where everyone was trying to cash on the craze of making superhero films. And during the time of that, superhero films were more like a of a gimmick than an actual, you know, a Billy Dollar. So, Andrew, do you recommend watching this um, uh, film with people who are morally curious? Yes. This is way before Spider-Man. <laughs> way before the trilogy. What's cool about it is he had free creative control, so he was able to do whatever. Uh-huh. A.K.A. no emo darkness. No venom. No carnage. Mm-hmm. Just him and Robert Durant. And, and I wish Universal Studios, you know, try again with, uh, with Darkman. I know. Because, you know, as, as you tell, like, you know, yeah, you know people right. are sick and tired of the, you know, the generic, you know, superhero trope. Giving you know Darkman's you know original take and how they change the concept of you know generic superhero film. No, they're not even gonna step near that. You wanna know why? Why? Because they're too busy. Because they're too busy with horror, horror IP. Anybody thinking what does that mean? Yeah, I don't know if you guys heard the news or not, but they're gonna make another sequel to the thing. People like, what do you mean an official sequel? Yeah, John Carpenter decided. You know what? I'm gonna make the thing part two. How? They're gonna figure it out somehow. <laughs> but it's Blumhouse. Hell, the fucking video game uh, did the ending of pretty much. Yeah, there's actually a video of the thing that pretty much you know ra- wraps up the story of the first one and tells his own story. I don't know what thing you do with the thing. Originally, there was supposed to be a TV show, but it never uh, came to fruition due to multiple. Not multiple problems per se. It's, more, it's like you know, it was um, too dark for, for the time, as it were. So Andrew, after we we saw the the, the beginning of the, of, the, of the Dark Man, what's next to our our misadventures? Dark Man Two: Search for More Money. Search for More Money, and direct to VHS. Until then. No, no, scratch, no scratch that. Dark Man Two: The re- The Search for Sam Raimi. Thanks for sharing and leading. So then, we'll see you next time.